0: Hey smart mamas, welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between.
1: Being a mama is a hard job.
0: We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives.
1: I want to be a nurse anesthetist.
0: No topics are off limits.
1: Relationships, finance, mental health.
0: And we aren't sugarcoating
1: anything. No way, no
0: way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you, the good, the bad, and the ugly.
2: (laughs) All right, mamas, we are back. Even though we are experiencing all kinds of difficulties today, it's
1: a struggle bus <laughs> over here. We're just keeping it between the ditches. Well, I think...
0: Yes. I think we should mention, I don't know if everyone knows that we've never met in real life. Yeah. Right? And we all live in yeah,
2: three different, different close parts of the country. states either. like flights no, like like away from each other. Yeah, <laughs> Lee, uh, Crystal's in St. Louis. Lacey, you have to tell me what city you're in again.
1: Um, we live in Minnesota. Outside of the Twin City metro area. So, um, outstate Minnesota, no one's ever heard of us. <laughs> how, how
2: far outside of the uh, city
1: are you? We're about an hour and a half. It's about an hour oh, okay. and a half to the airport.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I live in Hamilton, mm-hmm. New Jersey, which is uh, about 35 minutes outside of Philadelphia, but. We are the blueberry capital of the world, so although nobody's really? ever heard
0: of us, we
2: have that claim to fame,
0: so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've never met. And we have technical difficulties from time to time, like my Wi-Fi right now is going in yeah, and but out. Yeah, but this is real life. Move.
2: This is, I think people like this because they can um, connect to this, like we just power through and sometimes you just gotta fake it till you make it, right? Some days are better than well. others, but... We're doing a good job, and I think it's really cool, like Crystal said, that we haven't ever met each other, yes. although I feel like I know you guys like some of my best friends, because not only do I talk to you all the time, but I see you, because we do this live via um, Zoom, so I see yeah. them, and like I've met them. I just can't touch them. <laughs> It's, it's I know a it weird feels world, huh?
1: like we've met we yeah. just haven't actually like I been know. in We're the same hugged. room <laughs> we've never yeah. hugged we've never hugged or been well, in the same state at the same time oh, I, I can't wait till we <laughs> hug yeah
2: Crystal oh my god I can't I wait to hug and we are totally gonna have to do uh our little weekend away so when we do that, we're going to have to do some yes. kind of, I don't know if we're going to be able to podcast while we're all together, but we'll do some kind of like live.
1: We Stream need to do live. a meetup in whatever city we go yeah. to. So oh, like, that would be so fun. Invite all the Saturday moms and do a meetup wherever we end up. Oh, yeah. That's an awesome idea. So when we plan yeah. this,
2: we yeah. will totally give you guys a shout. Maybe we could do like a little tour. You know those two yeah. women, Cat and Nat? yeah, two moms that do like a, a country tour or a world tour? That's what we need to do. We need to take this on the road.
1: Yes. We need to do, like, happy hours <laughs> in, so like, fun. various locations. Yes. Meet all, all the, the, the all the moms. Come visit us. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fun. So we're going to be talking about our individual family holiday traditions with our kids. All our kids are young, under the age of six. The time when the holidays are just the most fun. And we're, you know, when your kids are really young, you're kind of starting to develop traditions and create those traditions and memories that your kids look back on and know that Christmas means Christmas because of this. And then we're also going to talk about, you know, some of the workarounds that we've had to make because our work schedules don't always accommodate Christmas being on the 25th of December in the morning. And some of our work schedules mean that we don't get to be close to our extended families also, which then really throws a wrench in things. So I'm excited to hear what you ladies have to say about kind of how you've um, taught your kids about Christmas and about what Christmas means. Because my oldest son's almost four, and so he's getting to the point where he is... um, he knows that Santa's coming. He saw the snow a couple of weeks ago and was like, okay, when's Santa coming? And so now it's like we need to teach him about giving and stuff like that. But it's also kind of hard to take a kid in a store and just be like, okay, pick out something to give your friend or to give to your cousin. And so, how, how you like teach them about giving and creating things to give and what it really means for Christmas. Um, so, we've, been, we've done a few things, but I'm curious to know what you ladies think too.
2: Totally. And I definitely am excited to tell everyone that we for sure reached out to the private group and the public Facebook page for scrub caps and sippy cups and took a poll of what everybody does. Everyone sent in their awesome recommendations and their experiences. So we're totally going to be including that tonight. And we appreciate you guys participating. We want to keep it going because it makes it so much more personal that way. So thank you so much
1: crystal your daughter is the oldest so what have you done for kind of christmas traditions with your family and your daughter like what are some Um, of your favorites so
0: we do so we i know this is kind of a hot topic (laughs) but we do the elf
1: no elf. and
0: i actually like i enjoy it it's i mean it's a pain in the ass sometimes like after day 10 you're like really but it's, it's kind of cute, and there's this um, lady in my area. I don't know if you guys have someone like this, but she'll, like, make all the scenes and write directions, and you, like, buy $20, and she'll mail you, like, all the... Wait, scenes. that was... That's you what I was going to really gonna ask think, you. Are you one of
2: those it? amazing Pinterest moms that, like, makes these elaborate scenes? Because I just do not have the time for that, or the... Um, mental capability, like I'm yeah. so not creative. So the fact that this woman exists, how far does she ship these things? Because I'm like all
0: <laughs> honestly, no. She she like she lives in my town and she ships it. To Is this secretly you, Crystal, or you it's secretly like you <laughs> no god the secret life so of Crystal. Not girl.
2: yeah i'm telling you that is probably yeah. reason number one and the only reason why i haven't done it is because i don't think that i could keep up with the charade of the elf for like however many days it goes on nor can yes. i compete with some of these insane things i see moms and dads doing for their kids and grandparents and you know aunts and uncles whoever raises the kids i am blown away some of them that i see i'm like how did you even think of this and put it together
0: so I, I will say, I'll have to show you yeah. guys some pictures. We're gonna post some do. in the group. It's, it's really cute. The first year, the the first year, it was like in the tree, and then on a stocking, and then on the TV, and then and it was just stupid. But I love the little scenes. So and maybe I'll I'll post her info. Yeah, please.
2: Can to, you share yeah. that to all the groups and all the? We should put it in the show oh notes. Thing. Yeah, the show notes, guys. Look out for that. That's amazing. I think yeah. Crystal just single handedly changed every person's life who uses the elf
1: does your daughter like oh. the elf like is she does she believe in the magic and all of that oh yeah she loves it just
0: we so we put our christmas tree up already um and it's christmas is like what six <laughs> weeks away um, it's not even thanksgiving yeah. actually yet but we put it up because my husband's going to be hunting and it's just a big to-do um and as we put it up she's like elfie's going to be here tomorrow like she just knows the christmas tree goes up and then Elfie comes. Elfie um but he hasn't come he doesn't come till after oh my Thanksgiving
1: gosh. so as many people are creative with Elf on the Shelf and creating all of these scenes and stuff like that I get a kick out of the people who, so we don't do Elf on the Shelf I plan on telling my children if they ever ask about why Elf on the Shelf does not come visit our house I plan on saying that They only go to the bad kids' houses that need to be watched more closely, and you're pretty good kid, so you don't need to be watched that closely. Yeah, like Miss Crystal's house.
2: They go to (laughs) Miss Crystal's (laughs) house, (laughs) exactly.
1: So, but like, there's plenty of super creative parents who like creatively phone in Elf on the Shelf, and I love it. Like on December second, Elf gets into an accident and is in a body cast for the rest of Christmas and can't move. (laughs) Those are hilarious, amazing. Like, talk about lazy parents. Out. I know, but it's like the best kind because it's the most creative, lazy parents.
2: <laughs> I know, but it's so traumatizing, also. But I'll tell you, there's all kinds of stuff like that because when I was little, my mom used to have you know how people have like Disney characters call their kids right now? That's kind of popular. Well, my mom used to have Santa call me. Um, I guess there was some hotline you would call back in the day, and he would call me, and I was like mesmerized. <laughs> I swear, that's why I believed in Santa until I was like 15, probably. Because he called me. Like how could you not believe in him? And then I came to find out it was just her coworker who called me and then I was like super let down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big- so do you have um
0: does Santa call No, your not kids? yet, but
2: I think this year I'm gonna have him call my kids. But we don't use Elf on the Shelf yet because I felt like last year Michael just was not old enough yet. He was only eighteen months old. And, like, didn't really get it. But this year, I think he would love it. And I actually have one. Someone gifted it to us. But I was going to do what Lacey said with, um, like, telling him that <laughs> only the bad kids get an elf. But then he is a bad kid some days. So he's going <laughs> to want one. And I, now that I know about this lady, Crystal, I might totally take the lead. Mm-hmm. I might do it.
0: It's really, It's really convenient. So when she was, like, her first Christmas, she was... She was born in July, so she was like six months old, and I was obsessed with this is her first Christmas. She needs this, you know, magical Christmas, first Christmas, and I bought, you know, things she needed. Um, I don't even remember, clothes, whatever, um, but I wrapped everything, everything. Still I spent like that. an hour or more rep but she was six <laughs> months old and she was sc- she was scared of like crinkling sounds so she just was hysterical and ruined Christmas nothing. for everyone but if you have a child under one do not put them in a bag they have so much
1: more fun with a bag mm-hmm. yes. and they
2: still won't even care about the present in the bag they're gonna like the bag and the tissue paper and they'll probably throw the present aside so just yes. get them a bag with yeah. tissue paper
1: it's just such a waste
0: of yeah and then the diapers they need Wait till Get them the diapers they need,
1: put them in the bag, call yeah. it a day. Yep, and some wipes. Everyone's you know happy. To... Exactly. <laughs> they love
0: to
2: pull diapers and wipes out of things.
0: Take a picture. Yep.
2: Yeah. They love oh, to yeah. do that. Yeah. Get them a box of wipes. That's all they want. Go crazy. And I feel like I'm, I was the same way. I was like, oh, my God, it's his first Christmas. First, everything. Like, we make it such a big deal. But I feel like they're so little, they don't care, nor, they, nor do they remember. Like, they don't know, oh, today is December 25th. It must be Christmas. You know, they have no idea. So I think that the most important thing is that you just find what works for your family and explain to the kids that, you know, sometimes we have to accommodate the holiday when we can or whenever we can get our whole family together or whenever, you know, we're all home and can open presents together or eat together or whatever it is.
1: Well, and sometimes there's just so much pressure on like the first Christmas or the um, trying to make it magical that it really like stresses the hell out of everybody. And if you just let Mm -hmm. it happen naturally, even though it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be Pinterest worthy, it'll be more fun for the whole family I know sometimes we've just had to like be like well this is just going to be the way that it is and yeah they're getting socks wrapped for Christmas and Santa brought them and my son got shoes for Christmas because he needed new shoes so we just gave him shoes and we said that they were from Santa and for the next six months he ran around calling them his Santa shoes so I was like well it worked.
2: Yeah so what's your take on uh, telling your kids that the gifts are from Santa do you guys let them think all the gifts are from Santa or do you guys come from the um, wheelhouse that you
0: get them most of the gifts and Santa gets them one or two that's what I do I give them I give her all all the gifts and then like one or two is from Santa usually the one she asked now why do you do that I've heard both so I do that because um, I mean who knows there's I'm sure families out there that can't afford Santa to come buy all these presents for their kids. So if Santa brings, you know, Joey down the street, um, a lump of coal, and then, um, brings Tegan, you know, 75 things, then why did little Joey not only get a lump of coal? Does little Joey also have, he would think, you know, maybe, maybe he was bad. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Point taken. Um, But what do you do? We,
2: so when I grew up, everything was from Santa. But when I talked to my husband, when we started having kids, I he told me that. He was like, no, not everything's from Santa. And he used the same exact thing that you did. Like, you never want your kids to be like, go to school and say, oh, Santa got me this, 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 and have another kid feel bad that Santa didn't do that for them. So he said the same thing. Like, let's raise our kids with them, knowing that mommy and daddy get them things. And then Santa brings them like one or two things that they really wanted um also so that's what we do and I think it's actually a great idea I also think it's important for them to know that you know they get rewarded for being good and you know following directions and all that and some people even go as far as telling their kids that mommy and daddy are like Santa's elves and they watch you all year to make sure that you're good and then they'll get you what you you know what you want and then Santa brings the rest so I
1: think that's all really cool so I grew up where, like, just a couple presents were from Santa. So, like, all the presents were out under the tree, and then, like, Santa would bring stockings, and you know, like, the little toys in stockings and some candy. And then, you know, like, two, maybe three presents, and some of them were not, I mean, some of them were clothes, you know, and uh, so... Yeah, I I also feel like I agree with the statement that you don't want anyone else to feel bad, but I also feel like there's something that I want my kids to know that like I give them things and not a mythical person who they right. just ask right. for and it's like it just and magically it just appears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I want them to understand the value yes. of like this costs money. I'm giving this to you. It's not just like an entitlement thing where you just say, I wish to have this and it shows up in your house one day. So I, I kind of feel from that perspective too, like I just, you know, we, I think last year from Santa, our kids got, I think like one toy and then my son got shoes and my daughter got, I think more pajamas because that's what they needed.
2: Yeah, and I think that's uh, that brings up yeah. another really good point that, um, you know, a lot of people wonder, well, how, especially around the holidays, do you make your kids understand the value of things or, you know, what it is to be blessed and that others are not as fortunate? So we haven't encountered that yet. I think my kids are just a little young still. How old They're, is your oldest again? He's only, he's going to be three in January. Okay. But like I tell him that, you know, some kids aren't as lucky or, you know, some kids have tougher lives and stuff, but I don't think he gets it yet. I think that maybe next year, right before he turns four, we will start to do something like maybe donate. I mean, I always donate and like adopt a family and stuff, but I think I'll try to like really involve him in something, maybe adopt a family or whatever. Um, I think he's just a little young. But what are your guys thoughts on that? Any suggestions?
0: Yeah, so what I've been doing um we adopt a a nursing home patient. Um it's like Medicaid um a Medicaid facility with all Medicaid beds. So they they have like no money and a lot of them don't have family to buy them things or take care of them or really do anything. So we get like their size and somewhat of their cognitive function and we all chip in and buy Sure, it's pajamas slippers um are they kids but then they have a big no they're they're oh, older people o- okay older i didn't people. know if it was like a nursing
2: home yeah, for all ages are...
0: oh yeah yeah cuz kids you know it's christmas and gifts these older people they have like 50 dollars a month yeah. and, that and they're forgotten nothing. a lot of times and some of these people yeah. yeah they have just filthy clothes and holes and shoes that are falling apart so we shop together for that person and we make it like a big deal and then I bring her with me when we go to the party so she kind of sees what people are living in and and how grateful and thankful they are for um that's our help. so special yeah so that's, that's a great I, idea crystal yeah we've done that so far I love that you and they love they love when when kids come in I mean it just lights up even the crankiest one <laughs> in the corner like a little girl <laughs> just lights up their day I love it's that you
2: really involve great. her in the whole process you don't just say like come on we're gonna drop this off like you have her come and pick things out so she feels special and she feels like she is making a difference which I think that a lot of it has to do with that like the impact that you make on your kid's life so that they remember you know what it was rather than just oh well we used to just drop stuff off mm-hmm. Right. I think that's important and I know a lot of people make bags for like the homeless people in the inner city um, they'll go on Amazon and spend like however much money on toothbrushes and like feminine products for the females and socks and just stuff to keep them warm those thermal blankets make them little packs like big ziploc bags and hand them out just to people who they see are homeless in the city and i know a lot of people involve their kids doing that obviously in broad daylight like where it's safe i think those are all really good ideas for when you have older kids
1: so for my son is about a year uh older than yours ellen so Last year, for the first time, we really involved him in like picking Christmas presents. And so that was, gosh, I'm like losing track of time. I was like, was that his sister's first Christmas? Yeah, yeah, it would (laughs) have (laughs) been. So it was his sister's first Christmas. And so like we had him like pick out a toy just for her that he couldn't play with. And he had to, you know, like it was a special toy from him to her. And he actually really got into that. And then this year I really want to see if we can adopt a family or something like that that we can, you know, go shopping together and he has to, I want him to like pick out toys for other people and not toys that he likes, but ones he thinks they're going to like and, you know, like really focus on like the intention of like what the other person wants. And he he did a really good job with that last year, looking for something for his sister and he knows that that's the toy he got her for Christmas. And he, you know, if she wants to play with it, he stops playing with it and gives it back to her, you know. And so he he really respects that. And so um, I really want to focus on that now and also focus on him picking up presents for his cousins and stuff like that too. And I just don't know how to do it with like him picking up presents for dad. So what I've started to do is just you know, like dad and grandma and grandpa and stuff like that, is I've just been like, okay, do you think dad wants the yellow hat or the blue hat, you know, or something yeah. along just those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: That's really cute. I like that idea because then he still feels like it was his, you know, idea or his participation and stuff. I love it. I think that's super cute.
1: So let me ask you guys this. Um, what do you do about... um like how does your family go about opening presents? So let me give you an example. When I was a kid, it was like, okay, Christmas morning, my parents would set the stockings out and we would get to go open the stockings and play with whatever was inside and eat whatever was inside till they got up. That was their like way of keeping us occupied. And then once they got up and they said, okay, we can open presents, it was like a 30-second thing. There's wrapping paper flying everywhere. Presents are open, and then we would go eat breakfast and play with them. My husband's family opens everything one at a time. So it's like... So we start with the stockings. So everybody sits around with their stocking. And I love that they do this because it it actually makes it really special. But sometimes it can take a little while. So there's like wrapped presents inside the stockings. So everybody sits around and opens like one present at a time from their stockings. And then by then people get hungry. So then we go eat breakfast. Then we come back (laughs) and we open presents this way. So then like everybody, like the presents get passed out. And then like one at a time people open presents. And it actually like really you know people like can see what was given what you know what someone got who got it for them you know like the person can be like really thanked at the time so I really like that we do this but it can be time consuming especially for little kids so I'm hoping that they kind of allow the kids some some stocking stuff that can keep them occupied till everyone's ready to open presents
2: (laughs) do you have other people come to your house to open gifts or is it just like the four of you you mean
1: so we end up having people come to our house, but it's like they're staying over at our house for Okay, the so they so, bring
2: gifts or yep. like, okay, so yeah. everyone puts their gifts under the tree. That makes sense. Yep. Okay, so yep. you make like breakfast, then you do lunch, then you come back and open more and yeah, dinner. Yeah, sometimes we've more. had to
1: like take a break for lunch and come back and finish <laughs> Oh my it. gosh, it's
2: like a full day thing.
1: I know it is. But when you oh open, like gosh. imagine like a stocking flows up and like, I don't want, anyone in my family listening to this to feel bad because i think it's really special you know you wrap like socks so like you open socks so then it's like one person opens socks look at the socks that i got then the next person opens their socks look at the socks that i got so you do that with a group of people <laughs> and it just takes a little longer
2: it does so, but it is special because they actually I think it's appreciate really special. it and they get yeah. the attention that they deserve for getting that gift too because it's important to remember like giving i
1: don't yes and then, like, the people can be... There's got to be, like, a
0: middle road, though. <laughs> yeah, I think there is. You know, like, like everyone, oh, here's my gift to everyone. Everyone open their mm-hmm. gift at the same time, you know, or something. That's just yeah, I think
2: much. that's what we do. So, first of all, we all open one small gift on Christmas Eve. And after that, on Christmas Day, we always play Christmas music. My husband always says we have to play Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas right away <laughs> and with the tree lit and oh, then that's so cute yeah it's our little tradition and
0: I do yeah, love that um
2: yeah and then we just kind of go around like you know I'll say here this is what I got for you Mike and this is Michael's and this is Benny's although this is Ben's first Christmas right <laughs> yeah it's See, his first I'm Christmas. not the only one I got so confused for from and I was like how old is he yeah so I like each person gives out the one round of gifts to everyone and says okay you all open it so that like I'd be watching them all open my gifts and then we rotate and do it over and over but I agree I feel like it's kind of like um like wrapping paper flying everywhere and then we play with everything and eat and then sometimes we'll walk down to my brother-in-law's house a couple houses down or you know my in-laws will come over or my parents and They'll get gifts for the kids. Um, But my husband's family is very, very Italian. Our whole town is extremely Italian. Um, And so Christmas Eve is special for us in general because it's the Seven Fishes dinner. Um, Do you guys do that? No. No, I don't know. So, the Italian culture, they do this Christmas Eve dinner Um, that's called the Seven Fishes. And I'm probably going to get like assassinated for this but i'm not italian and i remember reading about this but i can't remember exactly what happened or why it was symbolized but you can't eat meat basically so you make seven fishes for dinner and it doesn't have to be like salmon and halibut and stuff but like we do stuffed squid we do calamari we do mussels we do a fish we like all kinds of stuff seafood some people bring sushi um oh, that sounds it's amazing. awesome yeah with a ton of sides. So we sit down for a huge family dinner for that. And that's usually when the grandparents do their gifts to everybody that we do Christmas Eve. And then the next day we do a Christmas brunch. My sister-in-law hosts it. So we do brunch and go to her house for her kids stuff with her side of the family. And then later that day, I'll host Christmas dinner. So we're just like eating these massive dinners nonstop. And then we have all this food left over. We always try to cut it down, but It gets out of control. And then everyone comes over to our house and we do the rest of their gifts. So it's kind of broken up for us, but like in succession, if
0: that makes sense. So I kind of have a hard time with, let's see, everyone we're related to in a 24-hour period. That stresses me out so bad. I almost feel like I can't enjoy it. So does your family, Crystal, live close
1: enough where you could do that? Because mine doesn't. So we're... Our families live three to five Uh hours away. So it's like we make like the Christmas like tour and end up like, okay, we're going to go to so-and-so's house and then stay a night or two and then go to so-and-so's house and stay a night or two. And then kind of like we end up doing the Christmas tour amongst all our family in order to kind of hit everybody up over the course of that like week period.
0: See, I like that. Um, but that's kind of a bummer. They live far away. Um, my sister-in-law lives in New York, um, so it's really, we used to go up there for Thanksgiving, but it's hard if you work the day before and the day after, you know, to
1: to go out of town, but um, I don't know, the holidays are stressful. So with Ellen's uh, Seven Fishes dinner, um, Crystal, is there any, like, Christmas Eve, you know, food that, like, like, food that means Christmas Eve to you? Like in my husband's family, it's swedish meatballs my mother-in-law makes swedish meatballs every Yum. christmas eve and they're it's so good and it's such what a about fun chocolate? tradition are they swedish they are sweet my my husband's swiss? family is swedish swiss or swedish swedish not okay. from switzerland from sweden of oh, from sweden
2: um i got confused there for a minute oh my gosh Don't that sounds work.
1: amazing swedish meatballs and do they yes. eat a lot of like good swedish chocolate too um for christmas yeah so so we have uh swedish meatballs and then glug what's that? Is, it's like a uh mulled uh wine it's a mulled wine that you like heat up on the stove mm. and then so it's like a warm mulled wine and then sounds uh, amazing yeah so you we put have, like
2: cinnamon sticks what's it called it's called glug
1: <laughs> it's i think i'm pronouncing that right glug. It's i'm like, writing it down <laughs> immediately <laughs> there's it's it's basically like there's maybe it's klug or glug i don't know they're sweet as, i don't know <laughs> it's a thing you you drink That's it funny. on the hot like warm you it's a warm drink for cold winter nights you know the swedes the swedes yeah, and Finns it, and, and norwegians they got the cold the cold <sighs> stuff down that
2: is absolutely amazing my sister-in-law makes so my sister-in-law's from puerto rico and kind of like your clug or glug, or we haven't decided <laughs> what it's called yet. They make um, this drink called Coquito. Have you guys heard of that before? No. Oh, my God. It's like Mm-mm. the greatest eggnog. It's Puerto Rican eggnog, I think. If if I'm wrong, please do not kill me, my Puerto Rican friends. It, I, th- I believe it's like the Puerto Rican version of eggnog, but it's spiked with like these amazing rums, and it's like cinnamony and thick and warm and just like... It's like being wrapped in a warm blanket of rum. Oh, it's amazing. It is so good. good. It's It's probably one of the worst things for you. It's made with like condensed milk and just like every amazing thing on earth. So she brings that. So we have like a very multicultural um, family and meal because I am Russian. You guys know. So like my parents bring some things that are like Russian um, style foods. And it's funny because her son is obsessed with, like, our dumplings and always requests them. So we have all kinds of different stuff that we incorporate, (laughs) but it has become tradition. So now everyone knows, like, on Christmas, she brings the coquito. We have seven fishes the night before. On Christmas Day, my parents bring the Russian dumplings. Um, It's all over the place, but it's special to us.
1: That's so sweet.
0: I love that. So... We should post um. We should post our drink recipes, our glug and our <laughs> coquito. You say, Ellen. Oh what, yeah, um,
1: I'll have to go coquito. find the glug. Yeah, we'll definitely look for that in the show notes. So, what is your favorite like part of Christmas? Like, what do you look forward to the most?
2: Now or ever?
1: So well, like now, like what are you looking forward to this Christmas with your family? What were you gonna say, Crystal?
0: I was just going to share um, a lesson I learned several years ago. I was still working in the ICU and I was working night shift to, to work Christmas Eve and Christmas day night. And, you know, I go in and I'm just kind of like pissy cause I have to work <laughs> and it's Christmas and everybody's off and you know, boo hoo. So I go in and my, of course I get an admission right off the bat, like FML, like so annoying. And, um, it's a young 26, 27-ish girl that had just showered clots to her head. And that night she was, um, we pronounced her brain dead. We did all the tests or whatever. And then um, went to do the organ, you know, donation. So then the night I came, the next day I came back, I rolled her down to the ER or to, to the ER, to the OR for um, her to, to donate and I, you know, spent, you know how sick those patients are, and it's really hard to, I think those are the hardest patients to take care of, the ones that are brain dead. So you can salvage their organs. But her family, I I feel like I really got to know her family, and I was like, what the F? Where do I get off coming in here with an attitude that I have to work, you know? I mean, I don't know. It, it was just a big... um I'm blessed that I get to work. I'm blessed that I can come home to my family. And I feel like we all need to really get um, sucks if you have to work, but you can celebrate on another day, you know?
2: Totally. It makes you realize what is important in life, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I have to say that before, I never thought Christmas was my favorite holiday because I always loved Thanksgiving. I love what Thanksgiving stands for. And I always love New Year's because I love the idea of a new start. But ever since having kids, I feel like the joy of Christmas in their eyes is my favorite thing. Like just seeing them see the Christmas lights or Santa or just the magic of everything that has quickly made Christmas my favorite holiday because it truly, I feel like after becoming a parent, I have a completely new appreciation for this holiday um, and the magic that's behind it. And, you know, I like what it stands for as well. Thanksgiving is all about being thankful, but Christmas time is all about, you know, coming together and giving more. I don't think it's more about getting, I think it's about giving more. And I think that goes hand in hand with being thankful. So, and grateful and like coming from an an abundant place in life. So I, I love Christmas now. I never thought that I would, but I love it because I love seeing my kids love it.
0: I'm the same way I wasn't a huge fan it felt stressful you know like you know work and then go see this person but now it's just like oh it's everything everything to see them unwrap and run and all the kids are running around like crazy it's 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 really amazing. You're right
1: and like there's so many little things in Christmas that you just like as an adult lose the like Spark for that little kids have, like the Christmas lights. Like, my son mm-hmm. loves, like, you're driving home from daycare, or from school, or work, or whatever, and all of a sudden, my son will like see the Christmas lights on someone's house, and he'll just like start, Christmas lights, Christmas lights, and he gets so excited, and he loves, like, and that last year each morning he would come running downstairs and want to turn the Christmas tree on so it would be on for his breakfast so we could look at the lights during breakfast and like just how excited he was about the little things and how you know we had him help hand out presents last year so we would say okay take this present to papa take this present to dad and he was so excited to like bring them the gift and then watch them open it and he would like clap his hands and be so excited at the like socks that they got or you know the shirt or whatever like that wasn't a toy related to him like he was just so excited to like see everyone so happy and I just really love that so yeah Crystal your story is so sad and and it happens to a lot of people like I mean I worked four out of five years that I did nursing before I went to anesthesia school, I worked Christmas and Christmas Eve. And so I like developed my own tiny little tradition of like, because no one would be around. I would like just drive to my family after I was done working the next day. And so um, I would be alone on Christmas Eve. So I would like bake Christmas cookies by myself and watch It's a Wonderful Life. And and I actually kind of like enjoyed that little time. But You know, working in the ICU on Christmas Eve, like in the month of December, like in the hospital in general, but I felt like in the ICU, it was very pronounced where like the saddest crap happens. Like the saddest of the sad, like Mm -hmm. gut wrenching, horrible things always seem to happen in the month of December. And it's just so like devastating and challenging, but it's also like reminds you that Life is precious. We don't have a lot of time, and it helps you be more. I feel like it helps you be more grateful for what you do have.
2: Yeah. And I also really um, found oh, that's a huge spider in my <laughs> oh thing. My God. Sorry. Um, You're nowhere also, near it,
1: Crystal. Don't worry. I know. Crystal's like, <laughs> oh, it's still freaking me out. It's freaking me out. I
2: also found you guys that working those holidays you almost become the family of your patients and their family members. And there's something to be said for that. Like we, I don't want to, I'm trying to say this in like a humble way, but we almost provide them with like that safety and that home that they're missing being in the hospital. So I always took that um, really seriously and had like the utmost respect for that role that we play. And so I would have to say that in terms of our job, Um, on the holidays when everything is tough and you're like oh I don't want to work I don't want to work that's one way to look at it like these people are stuck there they have no choice whether to be there or not like we do and they're not getting paid to be there and so you know that's one positive way to look at it and that's one thing that we bring to the table to really like I said come from a place of abundance and just really make other people's lives better
0: yeah and just use your presence on you know those days to um on bring a light to people that are in a really dark place if you can. You know? Yeah, I mean, cuz you have to be there anyway. Like you might as we, well make it good. Yeah. Yeah, we have that gift and and I'm, I'm thankful for it. So, since we're talking about work and stuff on the holidays, talk
2: to me about how you guys handle that working holiday Do you work holidays? Um, you know, how do you go about missing important days or dates or nights? Um, what workarounds do you have and we'll throw in a few that we loved from your guys feedback the listeners who uh, wrote back on our posts so we'll work that in
1: so I work holidays we rotate amongst all the holidays and so it's I think in like 21 years you do because there's three different shifts on each holiday so in 21 years, you like hit all seven holidays, um, three different times. And so I haven't hit Christmas yet, but I've hit Thanksgiving multiple times. My family's, uh, my husband's family is huge into the 4th of July and I've hit that a couple of times as well. Um, so there's definitely like things that, and, you know, just working as a nurse, I've missed plenty of Christmases and I feel like our family never had a we must do this on this day kind of strategy and so in tradition and so I feel like it was always okay and my families were just my husband's family and my family were always just willing to work around what we have and when we were available and I'm just extremely grateful for that because it took a lot of pressure off, like feeling bad that you weren't there because you were just gonna you were gonna get your turkey, you're gonna get your presents, you were gonna get your stuff, your Swedish meatballs, some other day Mm -hmm. instead of that one day. But, um, you know, it's definitely challenging, but I feel like if our kids grow up with it and it's just like, well, like, you know, yep, Santa, Santa may still come on, you know, Christmas Eve, but we'll wait till mommy gets home from work or maybe we'll open presents the next morning or maybe, you know, I mean, I think somebody posted in the group like, you know, Santa... Santa gave an IOU, like, you know, Santa couldn't get there on time because he just had so many places to go. So Mm -hmm. Santa will be coming the next day instead. And so I think, like, right now my kids aren't old enough to really know that, like, unless we told them, like, tomorrow's Christmas, you're going to get presents, they wouldn't know that December like they don't know what day it is and so um I feel like we can still kind of fudge it when they're this little as they get older we'll probably just have to maybe do it early Uh, somebody posted I really loved the comment that somebody said um they were like if you have to move the day always move it earlier never later
2: (laughs) yeah I totally see that because you don't want to have them see all their friends getting stuff and they're sitting there still waiting yeah Yeah, totally you always want to be the first First to get it, first to open it. Good mm-hmm. point. Yeah.
1: So, Crystal, have you had to miss some important holidays with your families? So I worked somewhere where we worked holidays and we
0: rotated. And I I feel like I only, I mean, I worked plenty of them as a nurse. Um, but I don't think I worked um, as a mom. I think I somehow have gotten out of them. And then I've been at this newer place for two years and we don't have to work holidays. But we do have to work, you know, the Eves, mm-hmm. so. Um, and the day after think So it's really nice to have the the day. Yeah. Um, but having that morning and not having to worry about that is is a huge relief. I, I actually really enjoyed. We always have our Christmas morning.
1: That's really special. What about you, Ellen?
2: Um, so I was going to say, when I was a nurse in the ICU, I worked holidays. And even as a CRNA, before I had kids, I worked holidays. And I always tried to pick up the you know, family, the heavy family holidays for people who had kids because I just figured I would pay it forward and someday somebody would help me out too because if I didn't have kids to get to on Christmas or whatever... Um, I was going to help them out and maybe they would give me, you know, New Year's or something they can't celebrate because they have little kids. Uh, So I always tried to do that. But once I had kids, honestly, guys, I dropped doing holidays, nights, weekends, anything like that, because I just didn't want to miss it. And I know it's so stupid because you really can move the holiday, you can move the day, it doesn't matter. But I was just so I just don't want to miss anything. And if I could, I mean, obviously, like I've said this before, I would work from home 100% and not miss a moment. But we can't. So I I had to pick and choose. And that was important for me to not give those up. um, Especially moving forward. And I don't regret it. I don't look back. Of course, I took a pay cut for it. But I just found other ways around that. Um, So I don't work holidays anymore. But I do remember. But that's
1: a solution too, Ellen.
2: Like. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I that's mean. a
1: solution.
2: Yeah, because honestly, like my, I, I didn't want to be the one that constantly, like how you guys were saying your families aren't too, too close. So our families are literally two doors apart and down the street. So it was almost irrational for me to ask 10 to 12 people to continuously change holidays and work around me. Um, and I didn't want to do that and that wasn't right, but I also didn't want to keep missing it. I didn't want there to be pictures with mommy missing out of them. Um, because it's one thing if it's just, you know, your small immediate family, you could make that work. But if everyone's getting together and you're always out of the picture, I'm like, I, that just made such an impact on me. So I stopped, but I was going to ask you guys, did you ever play that like mental game with yourself? Like if I had to pick one holiday to work. Is there one that's less bad for you? Because like the way I look at it is, you know, if I had to work, I would work New Year's because that's the least, you know, winter holiday that encourages a ton of family gathering. So I'm like, I wouldn't miss that much, like the lesser of evils. And then in the summertime, what would I work? I always struggled in the summer because I'm like, well, Memorial Day is fun. There's a lot of food. And July 4th is fun. There's a lot of food. And Labor Day is even more fun because it's like the end of summer. And I had such (sighs) trouble picking a summer holiday, I remember, because they would let us pick. And I would always be like,
0: God, this is so tough. (laughs) So I know. I love summer holidays.
1: So for me, the two most important holidays right now in my life are the 4th of July, because that's like my husband's family does a huge family reunion. Um, They get together at my in-law's place, and it's like a big... Like sometimes like four or five day long extravaganza at the lake. So it's like a huge deal. So I really hate missing that like more than Christmas. (laughs) And then because that's when everyone's getting together and that's the one that you just can't move. Like I had to miss it this year and I just my husband took the kids a couple days early And I just actually joined them after I was done working the holiday. And so the kids still got to experience it. And I'm really grateful that we're able to do that and kind of work around like that. And then Christmas is also just, you know, obviously a really important holiday. So I kind of feel like outside of those two, like, yeah, I can kind of make any of the rest of them work. What about you, Crystal?
0: New Year's Eve, we, so a few years ago, um, we were like, what are we going to do on New Year's Eve, you know? And my daughter was like three and she's like build a fort and we we're like okay let's stay up late and build a fort so we built a fort and then um at like 10 we did the countdown and you know cheers and went to bed and it's stuck every year oh it's New Year's Eve we have to build a fort and she was really excited about it so Aww. that just kind of became a tradition that's really cute and that's it's kinda super
1: fun. cute yeah I love that um so Should we? let's end on this note. Um I'm really curious to know what is on your Christmas list. For me? For both of you. But like like for yes. me or for what my is, kids? Yep. Nope. For for you guys. Like what is on your Christmas list? Like what yeah. are you asking Santa for?
2: Okay. Crystal, you wanna go first? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I think. I'll go. So I It's hard asking, to think about ourselves sometimes, right?
2: It is. It is but I yeah. know these things
1: because I
2: wanted them when I was on the cruise and I just Ooh. didn't want to buy them on the cruise because they mark everything up. <clears throat> so I want a new wallet. Mine are like super not exciting. Um and I want the new AirPods because I didn't want them and I don't need them because I have ones that are fine, but they're like the old school style. Um earbuds that Apple makes that kind of like hurt your ears and the oh, new yeah. ones they just came out with my yeah. husband got them today they're the really soft like cushion rubber ones that go straight into your ear and I love them so I'm I really want those but I feel so like wasteful what am I going to do with my old ones Yeah I hate that Yeah I feel um, like that too about those So I want those and I think that's it what I want in like coming up maybe not for christmas but just coming up maybe in the next year or so i saw this really pretty emerald ring um and i just want an emerald ring
1: Ooh, a nice emerald emerald Mm -hmm. but why emerald ellen oh
2: why emerald because i love emerald i love the color and i just love this stone i always have Mm -hmm. i always have my favorite color is green and that's like the prettiest green on earth um so i just have always loved emerald jewelry And I saw this beautiful emerald ring on my cruise. It had three stones, and they were all like, um, what is that? They were emerald cut. They were emerald cut stones, too. So the two on the sides were like diamonds, and the one in the middle was an emerald, but they were all emerald cuts. And it was just so beautiful. But um, I just didn't want that one. So those
0: are my list. Oh, I know what mine is. (laughs) (laughs) um so I feel like I live the majority of my life at home in a robe do you guys have like I love my robe just walking around in my robe but whenever we travel we usually stay at the Hilton because my mom has points there so it's a discount and if you call the Hilton and ask for a robe they bring the most amazing robe up to the room it's like like a towel robe but it's like a men's XXXL and it's Big and oversized and so cozy, and I want one so bad. But if you look online, it's like $120. I'm like, I don't think I can pay. Like, I want that exact robe, and other than stealing it from the Hilton, I'm not going to pay $120 for it. Yeah, it's so it's yeah, that's like
2: that's the hotel so collection sheets. It's like the same thing. Oh yeah. so expensive, but they have the best sheets.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you, Lacey? Okay, so I do not own a pair of Bluetooth headphones. I really, really want a pair of Bluetooth headphones because I have one of the Apple phones with no headphone jack, and I didn't buy the adapter, so I just don't listen to things on my phone. So I really want that. And then, like, the most mom thing that I could want are I I need a new pair of slippers, which is like Mm -hmm. such a nerdy mom thing to want, but like, I actually need them. So.
0: hey you want slippers I want the robe yeah <laughs> I,
1: we're you know Ellen's just uh glamorous I'm, for us <laughs> I'm just
0: I, I'm just a little extra this year
2: <laughs> you fancy yeah I know. I was gonna say you gotta get the airpods they're so amazing you are gonna love them they're worth every penny and well, they're not even that expensive so
0: I don't I don't use headphones I mean other than the ones I'm wearing right now I don't ever use them so what would you use them for? Um, I always use them like if I'm in a public place and I'm either
2: listening to something or talking on the phone sometimes I wear them around the house honestly because when a phone call comes through you can literally tap it and it'll answer it for you just the headphones because I lose my phone at my house all the time and especially with the kids and when I'm making dinner like I can't find it so it just I wear them and it comes through and other times like if I'm working out or if I'm You know just doing anything literally out anywhere on a walk with my kids um your phone is somewhere in your bag or whatever and i just always have one in my ear because if somebody calls me i never miss my call
1: that's how i feel about my apple watch like i love wearing my apple watch at work that's really the only reason i have it it's nothing to do with fitness i don't believe in fitness um (laughs) (laughs) but it's like my like we communicate through work via text message so all my work text messages come to my phone. So if I'm like, you know, instead of having to dig my phone out of my pocket, I can just glance at my watch and say, oh, OK, the case that was supposed to be in this room has been moved to a different one. Like, I yeah. just love like getting that kind of communication so quickly.
2: Yeah, me too. Did you know you can use your nose like if you're doing some of your hands, you can use your nose to turn on your phone and I mean to turn on your watch. My really? husband taught me that trick. Like when you're handscreen <laughs> you can't you can't do anything. You literally go like this and it activates it. It's pretty impressive. Nice. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mom hack one oh one right there. <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly.
1: Um
0: you guys we should probably wrap this up. We're coming up oh, yeah. on, almost yeah. an hour. We're gonna yeah. bore everybody for an hour.
1: Yes. But
2: guys, <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging with us, listening to all of our episodes and going right into the holidays. This is the perfect episode we wanted to get out to you so that all of you guys, whatever is right for you and for your family, we want you to feel great about that and confident about that and know that you are not alone and we're there for you. And if you needed some ideas on gifts, we gave you some of those too for your Christmas list and um, we want you to continue listening to subscribe rate review us we have thick skin tell us what you think and continue to interact with us send us your ideas for future episodes and please 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 I keep telling everybody this share this with your friends because this stuff applies to not just mamas in healthcare, but people overall and definitely mamas in retail who have to work you know crazy retail hours and they miss a lot of stuff too which is sad um But we really thank you for tuning in and catch us on Instagram at Hey Smart Mamas and also on Facebook at Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups.
1: Thank you so much. Yay. Bye. (laughs) Merry Christmas.